Think of, uh, whoa. All right. It's going to be a powerful one, folks. Sorry about that. Think about all the voices that speak to you every day. And technology has made that a lot worse. We are now more connected to different voices than ever. You can watch uh, incessant Christmas advertisements on television while on the computer buying last-minute Christmas gifts with Bing Crosby in the background and someone on your cell phone and you're texting someone on your cell phone and you're checking scores on an app all while your spouse and your children are calling to you from the next room and the dog is barking to go outside. We are barraged with voices of all kinds. Millions of messages flood the inbox of our mind, each one wanting us to do something, to respond. All the while, we're just trying to figure out what to do. It can be really overwhelming. What if there was one decisive and definitive voice? One ultimate voice, one absolute voice to speak and make sense of everything. Has this ever happened to you where multiple people are talking to you at the same time? Perhaps it's your children and uh, it just gets overwhelming. You're like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, just everyone just stop, just stop one person at a time. You ever been there? Wouldn't it be helpful if the first voice that spoke in that moment was God's voice? God is not silent, you know. Everyone listens to some definitive voice. Over 3,000 years ago, Israel was headed into the promised land. Other nations lived there, and God spoke to Israel, and God led Israel. And though they were often non-compliant, Israel listened to God's voice. The other nations were different. Rather than listening to God's voice, they listened to the voices of divination or occult practices, fortune-telling, omen interpretation, sorcery, and inquiring of the dead. They listen to voices, absolutely, but not God's voice. Well, there is a lot of talking, isn't there, in our culture? Persuasive voices competing with God's voice? Most people prefer not to listen to God, but rather to the divination of advertising, or science, or religion, or spiritual leaders, or legislation, or public opinion polls, or the New York Times bestsellers list. Many people would rather listen to Oprah, or Bill O'Reilly, or The View. Everyone listens to some voice. But I think the predominant voice of our culture is self. We want to hear our own voice. We make decisions because... We believe we know best. Divination for us may actually be consulting the deity of ourselves with the authority of God. Moses told Israel in Deuteronomy 18, 14 not to be like the other nations, to be different, to be set apart. Why? Because God is the superlative voice that adjudicates or settles all other voices. In Deuteronomy 18.15, Moses said to Israel, The Lord your God will raise up for you a prophet like me from among you, from your brothers. It is to him you shall listen. Well, Moses was a prophet. In other words, a spokesman for God. 
Here in Deuteronomy 18, Moses was prophesying that God would raise up another prophet just like him among Israel to be the voice of God. Why not God's voice directly? Why not just hear directly from God because the voice of God is holy and terrifying? You know, many people don't take God seriously because they totally misunderstand Him. They've heard too many belittling descriptions or punchlines about God, seen too many cheesy pictures or movies And they haven't closely studied the Bible, so God's holiness, God's severity, God's omnipotence, they're all so often ignored. God's voice is terrifying. To borrow from C.S. Lewis, God is not tame, but he is good. When Israel received the Ten Commandments at Horeb, they feared dying at the sound of God's voice. They asked for a prophet so that they might live Well, Deuteronomy 5 describes very brilliantly that scene at Horeb. The voice of God thundered from a mountain, engulfed in flames and from a cloud and impenetrable darkness. God revealed his glory and greatness to Israel and they heard his voice and they were terrified. They wanted to hear God and they wanted to live So the leaders said to Moses, if we hear the voice of our Lord, our God, anymore, we shall die. They pleaded for a mediator. They pleaded for a prophet. God is not tame. God is dangerous. His voice resonates with such divine might and authority and potency that Israel feared dying just by hearing God's voice. Here's why they wanted a prophet. The people said, we will hear and do it. We want to hear and we want to do it. They wanted to hear God's voice so they could obey him. They just didn't want to die in the process. God's word is so good. This is why God would raise up a prophet from Israel, an intermediary for them. They could live, they could hear, they could obey the good works of God. Then God spoke words that should echo in our hearts and souls forever. I hope it echoes in yours during this Christmas time. God said, Deuteronomy 18, 18, I will raise up for them a prophet like you from among their brothers. And I will put my words in his mouth and he shall speak to them and all that I command him. God's voice would come from the mouth of a man. God's voice would come from the mouth of a man. God would put his words into the mouth of this prophet. And whatever God commanded, this prophet would speak. Every word of the prophet would be true. It would be just. It would be good. It would be beautiful. It would be divinely poetic. Every word would be knowledge and wisdom and hope for mankind. God would speak. Now you might be thinking, Pastor, There are a lot of people here for a Christmas Eve service. Where's Bethlehem? Where is the stable? Where is the manger? We want to hear about a baby in a manger. Well, I want you to think. I want you to think. I want you to see more in Christmas. Christmas is about a prophet. 
From the time of Moses, God raised up many different prophets from Israel and from Judah to communicate his divine and authoritative word to humanity. He raised up Elijah. He raised up Joel and Jonah, Isaiah, Amos, Jeremiah, Ezekiel, Daniel, and plenty more. These men spoke God's word. God was not silent. He spoke through the prophets, and they were ordinary men, just like you and me, but God used them to speak his truth. But the day would come when God would raise up one final prophet, a prophet who would only ever speak the word of God perfectly. And though this prophet would come from the brothers of Israel, he would be more, much more than a brother. On one silent night in Bethlehem, the voice of God, the eternal word of God, broke into time and space in flesh and bones. We heard the voice of God in the cries and coos of a baby. The greatest prophet had come. The greatest prophet had come and he had something to say. And for the rest of his life, until they pinned him on a cross, he would say it. The child grew into a man and one day on a hike, There's a hike with his good friends high in the mountain. Three of his closest friends with him, Jesus of Nazareth, was transfigured before his eyes. He was changed. He spoke with Moses and Elijah, the great prophets of old, and from the midst of this incredibly bright cloud, reminiscent of the mountain of Horeb, the voice of God spoke. This is my beloved son with whom I am well pleased. Listen to him. From the cloud, God said, listen to him. Now at that moment, when God spoke, how did Peter, James, and John respond? Oh, neat. God's speaking from that cute little Olaf cloud over there. This is great. No, Matthew wrote that these three men fell on their faces and they were terrified God's voice is terrifying. So Jesus went to these terrified men and he said, rise and have no fear. Why? Because the Son of God was with them in the flesh. Mediating for them, speaking to them the words of God in a way that graciously preserved their life. Jesus would communicate divine and wondrous truths to them that would unlock eternal life and eternal joy. Hebrews 1, 1, and 2 state my point better than I ever could. Long ago, at many times, and in many ways, God spoke to our fathers by the prophets, but in these last days, he has spoken to us by his Son, 1 Timothy 2.5 says, For there is one God and there is one mediator between God and men, the man, Christ Jesus. God honored his promise back in Deuteronomy 18 when the virgin, Mary, gave birth to a little child in a stable. The supreme and sovereign prophet had come and he had something very important to say. This Christmas would be a complete tragedy if the only thing that you opened were your presents. You need to open your ears. 
and your heart to hear what Jesus came to say. The silent night in Bethlehem transformed into many days and many nights of divine and glorious spoken truth by the man Jesus Christ. Christmas came so you could get beyond Christmas to the content of the gospel. With all the other voices of culture and society and family and bosses and everything else vying for your attention and vying for you to do something, for you to reply, just hear the voice of God. Don't leave here tonight without hearing and heeding Jesus For he has said, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me shall not hunger, and whoever believes in me shall never thirst. If anyone eats of this bread, he will live forever. And the bread that I give for the life of the world is my flesh. I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. I am the door. If anyone enters by me, he will be saved and will go in and out and find pasture. I came that they may have life and have it abundantly. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me, though he die, yet shall he live. And everyone who lives and believes in me shall never die. I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. I am the vine, you are the branches, whoever abides in me and I in him. He it is that bears much fruit, for apart from me you can do nothing. You must hear tonight the voice of God through Jesus Christ say, I tell you, but unless you repent, you will all likewise perish. You must hear the Son of God, the great and final prophet, say, Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. You must hear the brother of Israel say with emphatic plea, if anyone would come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me, for whoever would save his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life for my sake will save it. This is God's voice speaking to you. Are you really listening? Are you hearing the divine prophet? Are you hearing the Son of God? He has something to say and He is saying it to you through His Word. Jesus said to a crowd of people, I must preach the good news of the kingdom of God to other towns as well, for I was sent for this purpose. Christmas is about God sending us a prophet to tell us the good news of the kingdom of God. What if you spent your entire life making time to listen to advertisements, commentators, news, podcasts, teachers, professors, and experts, but you never quite got around to giving any time to listening to God. How sad. How absolutely sad that would be. Do you know what God said in Deuteronomy 18, 19? 
God said, and whoever will not listen to my words that he, speaking of God's prophet, shall speak in my name, I myself will require it of him. God means that he will destroy everyone who ignores the infinitely beautiful and trustworthy voice of his son. He will cut them off because they refuse to listen to the voice of God. God has not been silent. God has spoken and he has spoken to you through the life, death, burial, and resurrection of his son, Jesus Christ. God loved you so much that he sent his only son to come and talk with you, to give a message to us. The significance of the manger scene is found in the fact that God has something important to say. Something we need to hear, something you and I must treasure in our heart and just open our hearts to hear and receive. I wonder what voice you're listening to. In a moment, Katie Thompson will share for us a a beautiful song, Oh Holy Night. It's a little bit different rendition from Sovereign Grace Music. And one of the lines says this, fall on your knees, oh hear the gospel story. Hear the good news. The voice of God is still preaching the gospel story through his word and through his Holy Spirit. And I pray that tonight, my friend, you hear the voice of God. Are you listening to his voice? And have you given your life to obeying everything you hear from him? Let's pray. Father in heaven, How serious your word is, but yet how infinitely good and wonderful and gracious and enjoyable it is. God, I thank you for Moses who faithfully wrote under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit to tell us the truth. God, thank you for speaking so clearly to us, letting us know that you would send us a prophet, you would send us your one and only son so that he would speak to us a message that we needed to hear because Jesus came to seek and to save the lost and we were lost and we were condemned under the wrath and justice of God and we need to hear the truth so that we know the way of salvation and you sent Jesus to tell us that. How much you must love us to give us the gift of your son. Thank you for the baby And thank you that that baby grew up to say some extremely important things that held the keys to eternal life and eternal joy and eternal bliss in you, God. So I pray that my friends here that have come out to hear your word preached tonight, to take part in in reflecting through song of the glorious truth of the incarnation of your Son, that they would leave here pondering what voice they are listening to. And I pray that your Holy Spirit will turn their heart to listen clearly, to open the ears of their heart, to listen to your voice speaking so clearly to them. God, thank you for Christmas, and thank you that it is all about a prophet who came and told us the truth. In the name of Jesus, your precious Son, And the one who declared the gospel to us, we pray, amen.